This is Life Made Better, a podcast from two coaches with a zest for not only their lives, but yours. In this series, Fleur and Lucia seek out tips, tools and exercises to inspire you to achieve your dreams and goals. Join us and let's make life better. Welcome back to Life Made Better. We have a very special guest yet again today. Lucy Heavens is not just an incredibly inspiring lady, she is also the loveliest lady you could meet and a good friend to us both. Lucy has done many amazing things, such as teach and run her own alternative school. She is founder of Juicy Lucy Designs, she's a coach and a yoga teacher, and she currently runs her own wellbeing centre in Swansea. And these are only the things we know about. She's the most thoughtful person you can meet, but she doesn't sit back and just think. She really takes action. And to top it off, she's the mum of two teenage boys. Thanks for joining us today, Lucy. We're so happy to have you here. Yay! Gosh, it's such an honour and a privilege. And I just love you too. And uh, what you're doing here is awesome with this podcast. I, I, I can see it's really making a difference, giving people voices and a chance to share stories and provoke thoughts. And uh, yeah, so thank you for having me. Well, we are so privileged to have you. So can you tell us a bit more about what you're currently doing? At the moment, I'm running uh, the Swansea Wellbeing Centre. So that is a pioneering community centre. And we have 40 practitioners who are all self-employed, but they are really extraordinary people, all experts in their fields of well-being. And they've been drawn together under an umbrella organisation, which is a community interest company. And we have four directors. Each of us have a foot in two kinds of camps. Maybe we either come from a some kind of public sector role, like social worker, counsellor, teachers. And then we also have another discipline like being either a yoga teacher or a therapist or a counsellor as well. So we've got that kind of two-world balance. And the philosophy for the centre is about well-being for all and it's like not coming from knowing what well-being looks like because you know yoga is not everyone's cup of tea you know some people would rather go and jump in a river or you know or there's about a million things some people would rather do than like think about yoga or meditation however um you know so we we keep our, our minds open and our doors open and it's very much Whoever you are, whatever it is you can see is possible for the community, bring it along and we'll look to see what we can include in the program. And we want to have as varied and beautiful and a live offering as possible to people. And it's so fantastic because we have everything from the elderly coming and having, we have singing and painting groups. We have mind run workshops there. We have, we have a wonderful organization that puts on workshops for vulnerable young teenagers who are dealing with stuff, a fantastic program that makes a real difference in their life. We have a lot of stuff for carers, specifically for carers. We have a lot of stuff for vulnerable people, refugees, and also it's just for everybody. So, you know, you can just be in there. It's like a wonderful mix and you don't have to, do you know what I mean? It's just like, there's no pretense. You just come and be and be welcome. And I just, you know, it's so moving when you create a vision and I absolutely set out one day, I wrote the vision down and I, I was sitting there and I read it out to my mum and she went, oh my God, this sounds like a lovely place. Where is it? And I was like, 
no, 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 mom, it doesn't exist yet. We're going to make it. That's the thing. And it's because I created that vision, you know, it's like it was out there. And all of the feedback, you know, whenever we have open days or stuff like that, or just comments that come up, people say, oh, just feel so peaceful in here. You know, it just has that really relaxing energy. And it isn't particularly zen or anything, you know, like I, one of the most important things about all of this was it had no uh, religious agenda, no belief agenda. So every group that comes in and every teacher can feel comfortable. You don't have to cover something up or, or feel like, oh, actually, this isn't really my place, but we're using it because it feels nice. And it happened to be a church before. It was a church, but not, it was, it's in a, um, a block of flats. So it's like been, uh, it's like the bottom floor of a block of flats with, for old people who live above. And it's just got a lovely feel about it. And it's, you know, just accessible to all so that was that's the that was the whole thing and of course juicy lucy my uh, greeting card brand which um was developed over 20 years ago and just came out of a little hobby i was just sitting at my desk one day you know drawing these little fairies which i suppose had always been there when i look back through my diaries they were always in there and i was like i found my diary the other day from when i was t- uh, i was 20 no how old was i i wasn't i was like 18 and i was living in france and i was like I want to do something where I'm at home and I'm doing something creative, but at the same time, I really want to make a difference in the world. Don't know how that's going to happen. And it was like, and then there's this little picture next to a little stick fairy jumping in the air. And, and then I wrote, I really love these, the, the naivety of these little people. They're really cute. And then I was like, oh my God, you know, then I realized, God, you know, how these little germs of ideas that you don't even know are possibilities can just come out into the world and be realized. I definitely think that there is this life force that happens, isn't there? There's, a, there's something that's meant to be. And, you know, you've just got to allow it to happen and be, be listening and be in that inquiry. And a lot of that comes from being free to be playful and creative. And I'm lucky in my life that I have had permission, you know, I gave myself permission to play. And I think that's important. I think you mentioned Lucy. Um, hello, by the way. <laughs> that's my big, big, there we are. That's my big first introduction. There we are. That's yeah. what I, <laughs> well, I think you mentioned a couple of things that is worth pausing on because to me, two things were jumping out. First one was visualizing and allowing yourself to have that visualization, uh, which I think, you know, some of our listeners will probably be thinking like, you know, I've got this idea. So it's truly about letting that idea to come through, not to come to life, but just to come through. So allowing that idea to sit in and then kind of transform it in a way that is more visual so you can act on it. I think that's something very um it's a very good tip straight away and also as you were saying just allowing yourself to be sometimes we get lost in this sort of running and we need to be and we need uh, you know we need to be in places and we need to be doing things but actually when you just sit and let that idea come through then that's when this magic can happen that's how it can shine and we've seen it like you know you were just talking about the Swansea well-being center and to me you were just sounding like really Wonka for well-being <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so gorgeous thank you Lizia. yeah I'll, I'll take that I like to be a Willy Wonka anything with Willy's in is always good for me <laughs> you, can hear, you can hear your passion though Lucy yeah. as well 
I know yeah. that you're so light-hearted, but it must take a lot of uh, dedication as well to make these things it actually does. happen. I, I, you know, I think it's yeah. worth, again, noting that because obviously you do have many aspects and many facets. Flair was naming just a few. You also pointed another one, which is also the work that you've done to help refugees. Uh, so we are wondering, Lucy, what keeps you going? Because there's many things that you do in your life as a professional, as a person, with your family. And, you know, lots lots of us might be thinking about doing these things but can't quite get ourselves to take those steps needed so could you share with us a bit of you know what keeps you going and if you follow any steps to make that happen can you share those with us just before we go into that i'd love to just one just jumping back to that thing about being source just one thing on that and then i'll come on to that but when i used to sell juicy lucy fairies at trade fairs and things i'd be there going oh look at this one isn't it cute oh my god look at this one and people and i think people might think oh gosh she's a bit of a show off isn't she and it's like but how i see the little fairies these pictures which are on you know mugs if anyone who doesn't know there are like little stick pit fairies that have got positive affirmations and lovely messages their greeting cards and then you know they've been on everything from knickers in Marks and Spencers to jewellery in Argos to, I don't know, you, you name it, there's been something on, a fairy's been on it. We've had, uh, you know, a real blast with that over the years. But I think the thing is that that source, it's like, you don't own it. It's coming through you. It's a bit like your children. You know how you look at your kids. It's like, you can be proud of them, but you're not like, you don't feel it. If someone says, oh, aren't they lovely? You don't go, oh, no, don't. Sorry. You go, yes, they are. Yes, my child is gorgeous. You know, you, do you know what I mean? It's like, why not own that? That Because it's not yours. And, and so celebrating and, and being free, I think that's a real key factor. And in terms of what keeps me going, what I would say is always learning and always being in an inquiry about what else is possible. So I love looking at transformational work. I love hearing inspirational stories. I've got piles of inspirational books. I always have done ever since I was a teenage, teenager, you know, late teens, early twenties, really in that inquiry of what's wrong with me? Why do I feel like this? The world is, you know, and then just, you know, books. So I think people like, um, I don't know if you've come across Zanaya Roman. Oh, Living with Joy. Living with Joy is a great book. And that I, when I went traveling around the world, that was my Bible. It was my only book that I took. And I took it everywhere. I had no cover by the end of it. But it was like every day I'd read a little bit of that. And it's just like some channeled wisdom, which I absolutely love. And then um, I've been privileged to be on different, you know, whenever you put yourself in a structure, it's scary, isn't it? Whenever you put yourself into a new training program, whatever you feel, you're like, oh, this is like going to be a stretch. It's going to take something. But actually, who you know yourself to be at the end of it through going through that stretch, you're always going to learn more about yourself and feel more, I think, more at peace because it brings peace and it brings satisfaction and it brings reward when you challenge yourself. And that's what, that's what I think, to me, life is. And so one of the biggest and most powerful opportunities I've had in my life was doing the Landmark Forum, um, which is provided by Landmark Education, which is a, this amazing global enterprise. And I did the Landmark Forum in 1996 or 97. 
I think it was 97, actually. I think I was 26. And at that time, I was like, I've read all the books. I don't need to do this course. And my dad was like, you should do it. It's, it's amazing. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, a bit like I know it all. And I'm not, you know, and I don't need it. Cause, and he's like, oh, you'll see where you make other people wrong. I'm like, I don't make people wrong. I'm really, you know, I'm really non-judgmental. And then we got to the course. and I, I went in there. It's like, a, you know, this seminar thing. And I was sitting there. And this man got up and he was like, oh, my, my you know, he, the landmark forum leader said, does anybody here feel pressured to be here? And this guy said, yes, yes, I did. My wife made me come. And then I was sitting there thinking, oh God, when is this going to start? You know, obviously his wife didn't make him come. She didn't put a gun against his head. He had free will to come, you know. And I was just sitting there really judgmental. And then um, he got coached. And as he was getting coached, you know, he got to see that he had actually got free choice. And then what I got to see was, oh my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. This has started, hasn't it? We're in it now. This is it. This is the course. Like I'm getting that actually, you know, we have free choice everywhere. And also I got to see that who I was being about him and my judgments about him were something that I hadn't seen before. You know, I had it that I'm not, I'm not a judgmental person. Actually, I got that I was, I am. I judge. And you know what I do in most is, is judge people for being judgmental. You know, people who are big. That's where I really go. <laughs> so like when you get to see yourself in that thing, you're like, a, it's like you're in a goldfish bowl and you get taken in the landmark from, you get taken out the goldfish bowl and you get to see that you're in, in the goldfish bowl because you don't know you're in it until you're taken out of it. And it's like that experience, which I absolutely loved. So for me, revisiting landmark work has always been the stretch and the surprise and the delight and, and I think that's the thing. It's, it's like how, one of the things they say is, how gorgeous could you stand your life? How gorgeous could you stand it? I love that. Do you love that? You know, like how gorgeous could you stand your life? I just think that's, you know, amazing. So, yeah, I mean, it's really, it has really been all the way through. So right from giving me the confidence when I was a primary school teacher my dream was to set up an alternative school. I just thought that the, the, the education, the way it stood, that school was suppressing and churning people out. If you didn't fit with the academic, um, you were going to feel not as great as your, as, about yourself as when you went in. So people who, you know, so you see all these wonderful, enthusiastic five-year-olds going in where the world is, anything's possible. And at the end, you know, these 16, 17, 18-year-olds coming out going, everything just shutting down a little bit and not knowing as much who they were. And I'm not saying it's true for everybody, of course not. But ultimately, you know, it's a Victorian model education, which has been you know, you never be in a room with all the six-year-olds again or the seven-year-olds again. You never be in the room with people who are all the same age as you ever again in your life. It's kind of a, you know, it's a, it's a, a strange old world, isn't it? Education and school. I think it's the beauty of allowing to see the world for what it could be rather than what it is, which is, you know, what you're in a way opening the eyes of many. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've always stood for what else is possible. And um, my dream was to set up a school, but I just thought, oh, who am I to be taken seriously? You know, I, I'm 26 years old. I, I Like I should be, um, to be taken seriously to set this up, I should have written a PhD or, um, you know, written a book or be a man. You know, that's what I thought at that time. And then I did the Landmark Forum and I was like, oh, hang on a second. You know, all I have to do 
is put one step in front of the other and create the vision and just keep moving towards it. And so within 18 months of completing the Landmark Forum, I'd opened the Lighthouse Learning Centre in Brighton, which had over 60 children come through the doors and parents listening to me because they trusted me and they could see that the commitment and the vision for something else was available for their children. And that went on to be the start of a, a movement in Brighton, which, you know, there's been, a, there's a wonderful college down there, which is like a, you know, a college without walls, which exists. And uh, there was a nearby Lewis New School, which also opened up. Not, I'm not saying that was sourced by what I was doing, but certainly there was an energy and a vibe. And a lot of the children that I worked with went on to Lewis New School and went on to have fantastic lives as successful adults now. And uh, I really believe that we all need to question why we do things and why school is the way it is. And could, you know, it's only by agreement, you know, so just by one person agreeing with the other that things stay. And we can see that the power of standing up for something and other people getting on, on board with that can snowball. And that's how change happens. But it takes somebody standing. And you have to decide, what is it you're going to stand for, you know? And you don't have to stand. You know, it's a choice, isn't it? Yeah. You know? I love that, what you're going to stand for. I like yeah. what brings out your mama bear. So what's yeah. the one thing you'd really do, you know, protect? And lots, everybody has that inside them. But they, like you said, they don't always question it or think it's possible. And I think what you've done is shown by maybe doing all the inquiry that things are possible. And you have got a big heart. And what I'm hearing a lot is you're very mission driven. So something always that's driven you, whether it was to change schools or bring out the Juicy Lucy designs and now the Wellbeing Centre, you're always driven for change. And that is the essence of who you are. And the landmark has given you the tools to help you do that. Definitely. Yeah, 100%. I think that's right. And I think, you know, after four, I've, it's, been about 14 years since I last did a landmark program and I got invited to go and review do a little it was called a little bit of wisdom one of their courses is wisdom it's a year-long program which I absolutely love and that is all about playing actually and being it's it's just an extraordinary course and I reviewed it and after that weekend it was like my brain had been cleared out and I was like zing I'm ready and what am I standing for and it's like I get that I'm a leader and it's like I'd forgotten that even though I am doing it in a certain extent. It's like who I was being in my life wasn't quite the leader that I, it's like, like I'd gone a bit saggy, you know, like imagine that I just was an inflatable creature that, that I just needed like a bit of pulling out, filling up the, into the corners of my fingers, you know, and I'm like, I'm here now. So, so what I know is that um, what, what I've emerged from that from is like, okay, I am standing for women leaders, leaders, whoever you are, whatever walk of life you're in, I want to unite women leaders around the globe. I did start with like in the region. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll do the region. And now I'm like, actually, what? let's just, whoever you are, whatever, whatever you're dealing with as a woman and as a leader, because we're all leaders, even leaders in our own households, you know, but let's have some blue sky thinking and let's 
gather together and then let's put the actions in place and let's hold each other to account in a loving and graceful way to fulfill on those actions. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm creating now. So I don't even know what it's called yet, but that is it. You've heard it here first. And I'm really passionate because we need that feminine energy. Look at all the countries in the world that are succeeding and being aspirational. It's the ones where the prime ministers are women. And I, you know, news is something new is coming and we're in this, you know, at the moment we're, we're, we're at the tail end of our, um, of the pandemic. And it's, it's like this opportunity for reflection is key for all of us. And it's bitterly horrific for the people who are at the sharp end, the people who've lost people and loved ones and the, 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 the some of the harshness that's, you know, been uncovered for, from all of this. But the good things that are coming out is like, valuing our NHS. You know, it's like there's no, you, you can't hide from it now. There's no hiding from everybody that's in the caring professions needing to be acknowledged and probably remunerated for their, their work. And what do we want? What do we want to see for leaders? And so I, I'm just thinking that perhaps this movement could be something that could be revolutionary. And actually, whether it's about politics or not, if you're mobilizing change, if we're making a difference at grassroots level and blue sky thinking, blue sky thinking for grassroots level, we are um, making the world, the planet, a better place. And that's what we all want. That's what we all want, I think. I love the fact that you've you talk about comfort zones and how when you started doing the landmark again, it kind of revealed who you really were. Because I think in our true knowing, we know who we are and what changes we want to make and what we're really passionate about. But we kind of think because of modern day living or because of all the things that we feel we have to do with our family, we kind of close down a bit. And what I'm hearing from you is you were like, I'm taking that veil off because I'm not alive. I'm not the full person I'm supposed to be when I'm playing small. Whereas if I really take the lid off and express myself fully, I can really make a difference. I'm more alive and I'll be more alive for my family and, you know, the close people to me. I'm not helping anyone by closing down. So wise, so wise, so wise. And that is, you really nailed it there, Flo, with the, the fact that we... As women, you know, we often say we've got to have it all handled and then, you know, we've got to make sure the kids are da, 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 and it's like, and then I'll leave that little bit at the top for me. Oh, damn, I'm asleep, you know, <laughs> and then it's the next day. <laughs> and it's like, no, the, the opportunity is to really put yourself, you know, it is about putting the life mask on first. I mean, we all know that analogy and, and um, I pretty much do do that in my life, you know, and I have straight conversations with the kids. I'm really... And I often say to them, look, you chose me to be your mother. That's what I say. You chose me. <laughs> now get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> but that is a, beautiful way. it is a beautiful way of putting it. And I would like us to pause and reflect on something you said, Lucy, which I think is a true inspiration. Because at one point you were looking at yourself and thinking, who am I to defy the norm? Who am I to think that I can make a change? And yet you went on to do 
that change, to make that change, to be the change for everybody around you and transform the lives of so many around you, uh, you know, from the school that you were saying, defying the education system that stemmed down from the Victorian time to, you know, be the, the, the force of change for the Lewis community and the Swansea Wellbeing Centre. And I think it's something really important for all of us because not every day we come across that. Not every day we overcome that question. Most of us go into the who am I to do this and we forget about it or we think that we forgot about it, but it will keep coming back. So I'm, I think that is a very important message to flag because the who am I to do whatever is going to show up at some point, especially as you were saying, being women because we are led to believe that, you know, we're kind of here to follow the path rather than to be trailblazers and forge the path for others. So we really would love to reflect more on that. And, you know, what was the force? Obviously, the landmark was one of those that opened the doors for you. But how else? What other tips could you share with our listeners today when that question comes up, instead of knocking it down and saying, I'm nobody, I better leave it? to give that motivation, to give that stamina, that resilience to forge through because you can make a difference. And I want everybody to be able to make that difference. Mm, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Lucia. It's so important, isn't it, to look to the source of how you got to that. I think I have definitely, you know, it's not like I'm constantly, it's, it's a generative conversation is what I'm trying to say. It's a generative conversation. You have to keep sourcing yourself and whatever it takes to keep sourcing yourself I think that's what you've got to look for and I that is why any structure you put yourself into to grow will bring up that opportunity to see that that greatness I think and I think we have to say it for ourselves and we have to when we say it for ourselves we give other people permission to be great when we own our own humanity it's like you've got to own the ugly and the the beautiful it's not about putting you know, in Lamont, they call it sugar on shit, basically. But, you know, it's like you don't, you know, it's not about dressing it up and putting on the thing and going out and pretending that the other stuff isn't there. It's about reaching underneath, owning all of it. And it's going, look, this bit is shit, but look, I'm working on it, you know? And <laughs> it's like, I can, I can deal with it. And actually, you know, is it so bad? And what can I learn from this? And, and so on. It's about owning your own, ugly and your own and seeing that you're all you've got to own your own humanity and if you don't do that if you're, you're constantly running away and you're trying to prove you're trying to protect and that is not attractive and it's not pro it's not productive and it doesn't get the work it doesn't get the job done and I think if you look at the people that you trust the most in life are the people that tell the truth and the truth is not always pretty <laughs> but it's how you deal with the truth that matters so being responsible that's the key being responsible for it all and owning it all owning all of it I like the, the lotus flower grows from the shittiest mud, doesn't it? Oh. You can still grow even if you're in the shit basically or in the mud. Yeah. You know, I always had parents that believed in me, which is great. And I think being lucky to have parents that were really, you know, anything is possible. That was that was great, having them as um as stands and, and believing in me. But I also know that from my landmark training, lots and lots of people whose parents didn't believe in them. 
and they still went on and created miracles. So I think for me, what I would love to leave people with today is whatever you're up to in your life, whatever you're busy with, you know, you are an extraordinary gift to the world. And it's about getting yourself out of the way so you can allow yourself to shine. And if you have at all been interested in in landmark education, I really recommend getting yourself into one of their programs, get yourself registered into the landmark forum. They are, um, you know, it is beyond and above anything I've ever done in my life. And I would say it is like the best thing I've ever done. Uh, all the millions of training programs I have done. (laughs) (laughs) I love that continual seeking though and inquiring. Yeah. Like you said, you just continue to source yourself. And I also think we should, we should flip the question. Who are we not to live in our greatness? That's the opposite, isn't it? Absolutely. So wise, so wise to say that, you know, because we just got to own it. We've got to own who we are and but you don't have to you know you don't have to do any of this do you, you could just be like well but why not you may as well we're here we, you know this is your life you may as well if you want like, to it's possible yeah color in the corners fill it all up be that <laughs> <laughs> there's always something that is gonna make you unique because imagine if da vinci thought who am i to paint the 16th chapel imagine if he didn't thing that he was good enough to paint I don't know did you come that you know there are so many questions out there and so many limiting beliefs that could stem down from that question that would not allow you to shine through as you were saying Lucy and to share your gift with the world and by all means do not think that you just have to be like you know one of these obviously renowned people you can't make a difference in your family, in your friends. So who are you not to be making the lives of those you touch better? Who are you not to, to not allow yourself to be that gift in whichever shape or form? It could be like, you know, the Italian restaurant that you love down the road. Imagine if they asked that question to themselves and then all of a sudden you don't need that delicious pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And who are you not to be happy as well? There's lots of people walking around unhappy. And yeah. you know, hmm. well, sometimes that is being too much in our comfort zone. And we need to feel alive to feel, when we're following our passion, we feel alive and that can bring out that happiness is what we, one thing that I'm thinking when I'm listening to you today is that you followed your sparks. Yeah, absolutely. You made them grow. So is there any question you wished we had asked you today, Lucy, that we haven't? You know, I don't know how you feel about this, but I'd love to just share the benefits, the top seven benefits of that course. Can I share that with you? Yeah, quickly. So the top seven benefits of doing the Landmark Forum are that you will get courage, self-confidence. This is what people report they get, okay? Courage, self-confidence, freedom from resentment and regret, peace of mind, ability to fully express your love, Ability to make decisions without doubting yourself and happiness. What more do we want? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so definitely, definitely look at Landmark Education. But I, I just really thank you both for who you are. And, you know, we train together and what a joy and a privilege it was. You know, and just two of the most extraordinary, beautiful, passionate women I know. And always spreading your light, always growing and developing. And, and I think being around and being connected to aspirational 
people that are always having an elevated conversation for what's possible. That's what that's what I think is also an important source of happiness. It's like, you know, do you want to talk to that person or do you want to listen to that person? You know, <laughs> so surround yourself with people that that are, are speaking something good and believe in you and believe in in something else. That's very beautiful, Lucy. Thank you. You know, we feel the same way about you. Yeah. But before we let you go, we've got two quick questions for you. So oh. could you sum up in one sentence, have you made your life better? I made my life better by being open to all possibilities, that anything is possible. Amazing. Beautiful message. And where can we find you? Website, social media channels? Oh, yes. So. Um, my uh, Juicy Lucy Designs is just Juicy Lucy Designs. You can Google that and you'll get it in the search. The Wellbeing Centre, the Swansea Wellbeing Centre is wellbeing, uh, wellbeingswansea.co.uk and you could find me there if you want any support. I do offer support one-to-one and uh, do teach yoga and uh, Women's Circle, which I love. It's a real honour, so everyone's welcome to join Women's Circle if they're interested in that on a Monday evening. And uh, that's on Zoom. And I really have to watch this space now for the women's leaders thing. But if you're a woman leader in the world and you're, you know, you're up for putting yourself out there, please get in touch with me. I'd love to um, be connected so I, I can uh, share that and we can uh, stand for an empowered and beautiful planet. Beautiful. We'll make sure to put that in the comments so everybody can find you and reach out to you and especially those women leaders out there. Be sure to check the comments so you can reach out to Lucy. And thanks so much for everybody who's joining us for one more week. Thanks for showing us your love and appreciation. And please share the love. I'm sure this will be very inspiring for other people. So share this podcast with anyone you can think of and leave a comment and subscribe. And we look forward to seeing you next week. And in the meantime, stay well, stay safe and stay motivated. Much love. Bye.